Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. Each week, we'll be talking with real people with real stories about things they have not said or done or have said or done in their workplace that required bravery. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Everts, and I'm the founder and president of Excellius Leadership Development. Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. I hope you'll listen to our past podcast conversations, and if you'd like to hear past episodes, go to BeBraveAtWork.com, subscribe to our podcasts, and learn some valuable lessons about bravery at work. My new book, Drive Your Career, Nine High-Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Success, is now available in paperback, on Kindle, and in audio at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and any online book retailer you prefer. Check out Drive Your Career today. Our podcast today is sponsored by Cabot Risk Strategies. Based in Woburn, Massachusetts, Cabot Risk Strategies has created innovative and customized insurance strategies for individuals and families, businesses, nonprofits, commercial real estate, and public entities. Cabot's client base continues to expand both within the region and within the markets they serve. And if you are looking for customized insurance services and solutions, contact Cabot at 800-222-5963 or visit them for more information at cabotrisk.com. I'm really excited to introduce our guest today. As a philanthropist and award-winning serial software, finance, and social impact entrepreneur for more than 20 years, Arnaud St. Paul has divided his time between Los Angeles and Paris. While having a successful career in finance and technology across continents, he has been traveling throughout the world to study different religions and philosophies in his relentless quest to understand himself. His life purpose is now to open billions of hearts and help them find harmony inside and out. And again, I am thrilled to welcome you to Be Brave at Work today, Arnaud. Thank you, Ed, for having me. Thank you. So I did a light effort to introduce yourself, but I think our listeners would love to hear a little bit more from you about what you're doing today and how you are interacting in the marketplace. Right. So today I'm, you know, in line with that life purpose that I discovered about 10 years ago, which is to help people to open their heart to themselves, opening the door towards conversation related to how can we be in more harmony or coherence or alignment in the workplace? And how can we bring our businesses from a state of cacophony to a state of harmony? What if the different clients and providers and stakeholders, let's say in general, would all go in the same direction and led by a spirit of collaboration and building value together? instead of some imbalances throughout the you know throughout the business and throughout the growth of the business obviously a business is about imbalances and balances right but what if the whole coherence happens on its own or at least a little bit more right that with all the people that i've worked so far becomes an engine of growth on its own uh, without any intervention whatsoever from the CEO. So that's the, the uh, in the past 30 years, I created a method in my quest to understand who I am and what is that human experience we're having, right? I went through all the different religions and philosophies and uh, sciences and, and practices, and which led me to lay out a framework that helped me understand this human experience on one side and how we can lead our lives, whether it is a business or personal one is the same, 
from the heart. And obviously, life um, uh, just life comes with you know challenges, situations, events, and it is talking to us. It is talking to us, and it is for us to choose if we want to be brave and go for it and open ourselves to to that to what is being said and how we can change it, or shrink from it and and live into this idea of being the victim of whatever is happening, whether it's a business context or a personal one is the same con- the same framework. You wanted to say, sorry. Well, I, no, I was going to say that I do believe that bravery is a choice. And before we get there, you know, certainly as we all get older in life, the work that you're doing is becomes increasingly significant and important. I don't know that a 21-year-old, right, is as interested in what you're describing. You'd be but surprised. Maybe they are. Some of them are. Yeah, I'm sure... I'm sure I would be surprised. So tell us a little bit more about what open your heart to yourself means. You know, when you're when you're working with people to open their heart to themselves, I think our listeners would love to know a little bit more about what that means. Well, I guess you would say in your language, being brave about whatever is coming up, right? It is opening ourselves to the chance that maybe there's something else from whatever is being showing up in any moment. It is and maybe that something else is a place where we we open ourselves to a more expanding version or definition of what is in this moment. And therefore, things start to enact themselves in easier way and become easier. So let me give you an example. I was working with the CEO last week, last Thursday, and he was throughout the week having little, a lot of issues with uh, women in general, whether it's in the professional aspect or, or personal one, he was having these fights, right? And they happen for everyone, of course. But in that case, it was a bit, you know, feisty, let's put it that way. And so in the work we were doing together, uh, this came up and we started to see how he was holding a fear related to his childhood, etc., related to, to women. And we were able to transform that. So you had the bravery to say, okay, I'm vulnerable. I'm going to open myself and let, let go of that and, you know, see what is, you know, getting out of that door. What is after that? And what unfolded the next day was incredible because the lady with whom he was fighting the most, which was in the business context for a contract that was probably in the tens of millions of dollars, they were fighting for about two weeks, right? Before that, all of a sudden told him, I'm done. I'm giving you the keys. The keys. I'm going on holiday. You handle it magically, so to speak. Because he, wa- he has been ready to let go of that fear and the attached uh, belief systems that were related to it, this could unfold and happen that way. And... This is to be this is what it means to be brave as well, which is to give ourselves the value that maybe there is something else. Maybe I can allow myself to live in a place of more ease, more flow, more peace. And maybe I can let go of these ideas of, of being the victim of this or that situation and discover new things. Well, I think it's a great I think it's a great model for our listeners to think about this idea of, you know, could the relationship I have or could the situation I'm in be something else, right? What a great 
thought to have. Uh, and maybe it's private time at a beautiful park where you sit back and say, you know, I'm having a really tough time with my boss. There are some behaviors on his or her part that are very problematic. It would take bravery for me to say something, but could it be something else? Could we have a different relationship? Could we have a different situation that would benefit both of us? Is that what you're talking about that. when you think about something else? And yeah. I wanted to add on that, in that sure. specific uh, environment that you were just mentioning, so the person is in the park and she's reflecting on all that. And I would say to that person that whatever the boss is showing up with, it's a reflection of, of me. So let's look at inside myself. What is it that I am trying to say to myself through that boss? Uh, what is it that would, is there another angle, another point of view where I would not understand specifically the boss per se, because that's not the point, but what does, to what, what does it trigger in me? Is it a fear? Is it a guilt? Is it whatever? And then embrace it and let it go. Have compassion for that dance that you're having with the boss and with yourself, having that feeling that guilt, for instance, and let it go. And that is courageous to be able to do that. And once that is done fully, everything happens. The boss changes right away. Well, a couple of things I'd love to add to your uh, your addition are, you know, one, this idea, of course, of triggers. And I'm a huge fan of helping people explore or think about triggers that they just hadn't thought about, that anytime I speak to this person or anytime this situation comes up, I get immediately anxious or troubled by it. And that potentially might be a trigger for me. And the other area that I'd like to hear you reflect on or know for a few minutes is, you know, also, how am I contributing to the situation, right? So if I have a, problem, a problematic relationship with my boss, oftentimes it's always my boss, right? It's not me. I'm not doing anything wrong. No, I'm perfect. You're a saint. And it's my boss. Right? I'm a saint. And it's my boss, boss, boss. And you know, I work with clients. And this is really hard for them to do because their first uh, interaction with this topic is skepticism. Well, it's not me, right? Well, okay. But let's pretend or think about if it were you, you know, what are you doing to perpetuate, continue, even create the nature of the relationship that you're having? And, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts a little bit on that kind of piece of the puzzle. Yeah, I'm going to be a bit radical on that, <laughs> if I it, may. Uh, and actually, I was uh, teaching that to a group of, of young adults. They were in the, their 25-ish, and they really, really resonated with it. So basically, the world we are in is a world of vibration everything is vibration. So everything resonates with everything. So that also means that our life, every moment is reflections. Everything around us is a reflection. It's like walking through mirrors all the time. So the boss we're talking about is a mirror, what, as, as we were saying earlier. So in other words, that means, so I was teaching them an equation and we're going to make it short here because I was having them work hard to figure out what are the variables. Uh, but here we're going to very, be very quick. R equal F of I. So R equal F. F is function of, right? I. So the letters are R stands for reality. I stands for I. I, me, right? And so in other words, reality is a function of me, always. No exception to that. So what that entails is that 
yes, you can behave better related to your boss, but deep down, what is really happening is that whatever the boss is enacting is something related to a core belief system that you have or an emotional blockage that you're having that is a past story most of the time and that you're ruminating on, let's put it that way. And so it is time for you to embrace that. So becoming aware of it, as you were describing earlier, and embracing it and then transform it into more love, uh, which is what the, the process I was describing with the CEO earlier. And that automatically changes the reflection because we've changed I, right? So if I is changed, therefore reality is changed. And so therefore R equal F of I. I love it. I am a huge fan when I also work with clients, and this isn't just about me and my experiences, but we talk about you needing to be the one to start the change, right? The, the Gandhi phrase of, you know, be the change you want to see in the world. So if you want to have a different relationship with your boss, if you need to say something that is hard to say that your boss may not want to hear or do something that's hard to do, you have to start with yourself. And what can you do differently or how can you manage it in order to impact that reality effectively. And to add to what you're saying, something I was mentioning to a client yesterday also, the boss, to take that example, is not really talking to you. He's talking to a representation of you. And that's quite important. In his own world, you as the employee in this case, is representing something, symbolically speaking. And Likewise, the same in the other world. From your, from the employee standpoint, the boss is representing something—a father figure, probably—and and you both are talking to these shadows, and the, the the whatever is triggering you, it's triggering it. So the boss is triggering it, yes, but it is a trigger that is related to a archetype that is being activated and that you want to to uh, let go of. And, and it is the same case in the boss environment. So this is important because it's never about you. And one has to understand that to, not to be carried away by the ego on the rea creating emotions and reactions about it. Well, I'd love to uh, recap a little bit about what we're saying. And if I don't say this correctly or no, please correct me. For our listeners, some things for you to think about. You may not always think about these for every situation because they may not apply. But, you know, you might think about the trigger that is being created by this particular conversation or behavior or topic. You might want to think about what you're doing to influence it or create it, right? You might have a conflict with your boss and upon deep introspection, realize you're the creator of it, not not your boss. And then uh, I love that last thought, you know, how does the boss see me? I mean, that's another great exercise to go through, which is put yourself in your boss's shoes and say, okay, I've got this person I'm working with. How are they seeing me in this situation? You know, how do they see me, you know, physically, ethically, you know, just how are they seeing me as a contributor? Because that can also influence the, the nature of the conversation that you have with your boss. Yeah, totally. Completely. I'm also a big fan, and this might surprise our listeners, of the concept of vibration. So I am not educated in this topic at all, but I do believe that in relationships with others, in relationships with property, in situations, you have a level of vibration that I think is either positive or negative. And if you see somebody that 
you don't like, you get a negative vibration in respect to that relationship. And of course, if you see someone you love, you get a wonderful vibration on that topic. And I was just wondering, uh, again, for our listeners, if you could share with us maybe a little bit more about this concept of vibration. Well, to get back to the basics, every so we can easily understand that light is a vibration, right? I think that everyone is there for that. Well, in the same way, every single object that is around you is a vibration. Your physical body is a vibration. Your thoughts are a vibration. Your emotions are vibrations. All of that. It's a huge soup <laughs> of, of vibrations all over. And you, you know also that if you put two guitars close by or two violins and you pinch one of the string of one guitar, the other will resonate in sympathy with the first one. So you can understand there as well that if I resonate as, as a C, <laughs> uh, to take that example, you shall resonate the same way because we are, again, two vibrations, you and I, right? So now all of a sudden we understand that there is a core relationship in our interaction. Just to take that example, uh, whatever conversation we're having, we're resonating together in one way or another. So we can have a what I call the heartful conversation, which is one that helps us uh, becoming more and more higher and higher in the vibrations, or we can have a, a, a mind or ego mind uh, conversation, which brings us into a vicious cycle of uh, getting more and more negative. These are resonances as well. And, you know, we, it happens all the, all, all the time in our lives. So we always have that capacity to have a conscious choice of how we respond to whatever shows up in our lives. Do we choose to go towards the positive, towards more love, towards more opening, or more constriction, more fear, more negative vibrations, lower vibrations? Do we respond with more fear and hate, or with courage and understanding and love, etc.? We all have that choice every moment, whomever we are, right? So what if we exert that choice and we start by choosing the vibration with which we're going to respond to whatever is life showing us? That would be an amazing revolution to start with. That would be an amazing evolution. And I would encourage our listeners to think about, is there somebody with whom you might have a negative vibration because they might be a person that you need to be brave with in order to uncover the cause of it so that you can ensure that there is something else that you engage on versus always feeling negative and never working on it in order to get improvement. So Arnaud, thank you so much for your time today. It was great speaking with you and your thoughts and observations and experiences are deeply meaningful. And if folks want to find out more about your business and the work that you're doing in the marketplace, how can they contact you or reach out to you? They can find me on tapuat.com, T-A-P-U-A-T.com. And there we have retreats, books, workshops, and one-on-one and -on -one guidance as well. Fantastic. Well, I am sure many people will venture out and find out more about that. Arnaud, thank you thank so you, much Ed. for your time Thank you, Ed. Have today. an amazing day. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us today. And we hope you join us on our next podcast conversation as we further explore being brave at work. We also remind you to subscribe to our podcast at BeBraveAtWork.com and or download and listen to our podcast on multiple online platforms. We are everywhere. 
Our podcast today was sponsored by Cabot Risk Strategies, whom you can reach at 800-222-5963 or visit them for more information at capitrisk.com. And a reminder to check out my new book, Drive Your Career, Nine High Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Own Success, which is available in paperback, on Kindle, and in audio everywhere online. Do you have something to say, yet are not saying it? Do you have something to do, yet are not doing it? Now is the time to be brave at work. Have a great week.